Yet again, we have Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. And then we will get into the program. Three and a half, I guess. Episode 83, this is part two of it. My name is Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with the owner of Big City Vapor here in Anderson, California, Mr. David Encore. David, how are you? I'm fantastic. Good to be here again with you. Yeah, now we won't have interruptions and people right. are getting U-Hauls at Ophie's to U-Haul. <laughs> yes, shop is closed. <laughs> yeah. It's nice and quiet. We're good to go. 100%. And on the last podcast, if you guys missed it, uh, we got into the business side of stuff and how you wanted to open the vape shop and your thoughts on vape versus tobacco and all that kind of stuff. So if right. you guys are here for more of the business side, I would highly recommend listening to that one again or listening to it for the first time if you haven't already. And then also, I want to I'll, want to give you a podcast hat real quick. I didn't give it to you oh, on Tuesday, but great. sorry about the dog hair. I have two dogs, but there's a podcast hat. And for anyone listening, I have free podcast hats. I have to get a re-up on a shipment. So it might take another month or two, but let me know, you know, on my Instagram or whatever if you want a free one. They are totally free. And, yeah, I will <laughs> – it looks good already. <laughs> and I, I will give you guys one for free because I appreciate the free promo and the support and whatnot. So you guys are starting little with me, so I want to kind of give back as much as I can, and that's the best way I can think of doing it. So without further ado, let's get into it. So we ended off part one, unfortunately – Unfortunately, because we had to do it so short, with 9-11, and you were just getting into your bag of controlled demolition and how that's kind of like what sounds like interconnected you from going from a liberal to a deplorable, as you say, you know, yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. So kinda, let's kinda go right back it. into 9-11, because that's the single biggest moment probably of the millennium in American history, probably the single biggest moment of our history in the last 75 years since the Second World War, and we dropped the bomb, if, if we're going to do history and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. 9-11 controlled demolition. I don't really know where you want to start, but wherever you want to go, just take us there. So what I was saying in the last part of our uh, earlier episode was how I was, uh, you know, starting to wake up to the reality of the world. You know, I, I had this very, uh, you know, fuzzy feeling about government at that point. I was still really young and and I thought that uh, the government looked out for us and then Waco happened and then uh, Oklahoma City, right, and uh, the other attack, the first attack on the towers, and I kept hearing all these conflicting stories and, and just realizing that I wasn't getting the whole story for sure and that the government maybe wasn't looking out for us. Maybe they don't have our best interests at heart. And then, of course, 9-11 happened. A couple years later, I get this DVD. I watched the DVD and looked at the towers falling with new eyes and knew immediately that it was a controlled demolition because I had been watching controlled demolitions for years before that, the Vegas hotels coming down, the different buildings that they had taken down. So that really, I knew that that's what that was. And, and then I looked at the evidence and just dive, dove into it um, big time. And it was just undeniable, you know, and I'm not going to go into all that, but um, that was a huge, huge step for me. And, uh, years went by and I just continued to learn about all these different things and and doing research and just watching what the government was doing and and then uh, you know um, 
Donald Trump. Then Donald yeah. Trump. And then 2015, he comes out of <coughs> right out of his tower in, in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah, and I couldn't believe it. I was, um, I've always been kind of a fan of his, but never really like at him as a person. As his personality always rubbed me wrong. I think a lot of people agree with that. But yeah. at the same time, I I respected the fact that you know he's this big businessman. He's got all this money, and it's kind of hard probably for people in that position not to have that kind of. Uh, persona you know and or self-belief right right and we call arrogance or cockiness because we don't have it right right Right. and and it's it's intimidating and um so i at at first i was like you know f this guy no way can he be president (laughs) i was pretty much aligned with everybody because i at that point i was still very much a liberal i was I was believing that uh, all cops are racist, starting to believe that kind of crap. And uh, I was anti-military. I was anti-America. I was actually, I tried to move to Costa Rica at one point. Um, oh, wow. Life. That's a whole other story, a great story, I'll tell you sometime. But right. <laughs> I was literally trying to escape from this awful country to have this new life. I mean, I my thinking was so twisted by the media and, and honestly, the the... Um, bubble that I was in on YouTube, which I didn't realize because when it creates that algorithm, so it just keeps feeding you more of what you're looking at. Yep. And so that's yep. what was happening to me, and it was making me get uh, very jaded and very anti-patriotic, and it was it was all uh, pretty bad. And, and, you know, I'm a pretty passionate person, so whatever my beliefs are, I'm going with them. You know, and so. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed by that looking back. But so Donald Trump says these different things on TV. I'm watching the media saying how, you know, he, he's saying that, you know, these Mexicans are terrible and he's racist. And, right. you know, he's making these comments and the Charlottesville comments. And That's I'm the very first thing, too, was the right. Yeah. I'm watching the media. And according to the media and what they're showing me, this guy's the devil. Oh my right. God, he can't become president. Right. You know? And so I was 100% rolling with that. And then, uh, next thing I know, I see a video online from a guy who was breaking down, putting up the full videos of what Trump had said, and then going over it piece by piece, all these different things that the media was attacking him for, showing the full video in full context so you could hear everything he said. And then it was obvious and he showed how it was all being cut so that he they would cut his lines off right at the right spot and then that's what they would focus on and say see he's racist and they did that he's misogynistic he's all these things and um then i i just saw that i was being lied to and and every turn and i then it just like everything with me i really started to dive in to these networks and their reporting from the past cnn is the worst like they have lied and staged stories so many times you wouldn't believe it. Staged like they were being bombed. They're putting helmets on and gas masks and that whole thing was fake. They have them when they have one reporter on one side of the truck and another reporter over here. They're literally in the same parking lot lying and saying that they're at separate locations. And you could watch the live video with the truck going past the first reporter, then the same truck going past the next reporter. I don't know if you've seen that video, but it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I so, have seen the helmets and the gas mask thing. Though. You saw that yeah. one. That's That was like in the 80s, I think. Or yeah. A long time ago. But they've been doing it forever. They've been doing it since uh, Hollywood and movies and radio existed. 
this has been happening. And that gets us into that conspiracy stuff. Because, oh, how the mob created Hollywood and how right. they still run it to this day, and yeah, yeah, and how um, now, AKA the Illuminati, yeah, yeah. and there and it's it's basically a giant pedophile ring, Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I just watched a, a a video with this kid who played in the Little Rascals movie, the new version movie of the Little Rascals. Okay, and he he was sexually assaulted on that set, and every single movie he did for the next couple of years with Disney he was sexually assaulted on every set not by the same people either I mean he was little this guy was passed around you know and he's a Catholic a devout Catholic now and he's it was an amazing video I watched um, for your listeners there's a great video that if you can find it still on the internet it's called Out of Shadow which is produced by two of the biggest stunt men in Hollywood they're in every movie that you've ever watched action movie I've seen it yeah and they and they did this documentary talking about the truth of Hollywood and how it's nothing but propaganda and lies and it's run by Satanist child molesters yeah it's terrible and people have got to wake up to this stuff these these things are not conspiracies most of the stuff that you hear where people talking about this stuff it sounds so horrible and shocking that you don't want to believe it but that's the truth of the world. These things are really happening. And if, you, if you're a person who cares about these kids, then you owe it to them to look into it and find out this stuff for yourself and learn it for yourself and then spread the word to people who don't want to talk about it. You know, I mean, that's a huge passion in my life. That's why when you said you wanted to talk about the conspiracy things, it means a lot to me. I talk to people about this stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't want to hear it. But, you know, I give them little bits. I say, go check out this video. Go check out that video, which is getting harder and harder to do every day with right. all the censorship. Yep. But, um, see, like, Out of Shadow, I don't even know if you can still find that. Probably can on BitChute, um, maybe on Rumble, but certainly not on, on YouTube. I'm sure you won't be able to find it. You know what's crazy? There, you ever seen Zeitgeist? Yes. That's on YouTube still. Is it? Like, all three of them. The, ne- the next two are just whatever, but... The one where the, he's hitting on 9-11, he's hitting on American currency and how there's nothing back in it and how it's bullshit. Right. And I, I forget the other one. The, there was the very first thing he talked about. I forget now. Well, now, the very I, if this is the same film I'm thinking of. The first one they talked about Christianity, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. So, and that, that um, I'm conflicted about that because I've watched another documentary that goes after that first one. And, and... I, I was very much into the first one, and it, I thought it makes so much sense, you know, about um, How Jesus, God is the literal son. The son, yeah. right, yeah, and all that. I, I thought that was a great... There's also another one called um, Thrive. It's okay. a really good documentary. Gotcha. Um, it's, it talks about uh, the uh, crop circles. Yeah. And aliens yeah. possibly contacting us. And also it talks about the, uh, the source of life itself, um, which is like mathematics. You know, uh, I, there's just so much about that that I'm interested in. I'm always, always researching every day that I have any time at all. I'm watching videos and reading books and, and just learning everything. I can, I can never take enough of it in. Yeah. No, I, I mean... The thing is, you know what's funny is I showed a couple friends Zeitgeist, and I'm like you. You know, you gotta, you have to act like, not the bad people, but you have to act like the person 
that you're trying to like win over in a way. So you can't give them all this stuff all at once. If someone listens to this podcast and they think we're nut jobs for the next hour or whatever, fine, cool. Right. But you have to give them little crumbs. Right. You have to lead them. And the crumbs can get bigger over time. That's how it goes. So you have to give them little crumbs. Mm-hmm. Trying to show my friend this Zeitgeist documentary a couple years ago. I'm in full blown weed phase, you know, it's, you know, I'm questioning everything and whatever. And so I remember he literally would sit there and listen to this guy, you know, and, you know, he always throws it back in my face. Oh, it's some bullshit YouTube documentary. What the fuck is he know? What is he talking about? I know. they People have a, a real tendency to say, oh, it's on the Internet, so it must be BS or, it's, you know, it's on YouTube. I don't – that is just such As a – As compared to ABC, CNN, right. Fox, like I don't – so anyway, every time this guy would say something about 9-11 – he would try and have me pause the documentary so he could fucking Google to see if it was true or not. He's like, he's, he's saying too much. He's doing too and I, I was like, we only got to watch it then. I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to keep pausing this every two seconds so you can Google some shit to try and prove. Like, I don't, no. Like, well, I, like, just, I, I have some good ones. Like, one of them is look up the um, melting point of steel. People really think like jet fuel. And then fuel look, still... up, look up the, the max temperature of jet fuel when right. it's burning at its hottest temperature. Right. And now do the math. It's not hard. How, and then, and then if you, even if you could convince yourself that those beams melted enough for that top section to start to come down, okay, all the beams from that point down were all still solid. Right. And if you listen to the 9-11 report, they say all, all these different uh, connectors just all popped simultaneously at the exact same time to create this pancake effect. Well, that pancake effect has never been witnessed in the world ever before. And no other steel structure has ever come down due to fire in the history of the world before that. You know, you have to look at those things. Right. And, and if you're into demolitions you remember what they look like when you watched them look at 9-11 again and imagine the possibility that it was a controlled demolition and if you can look at that and see when you watch it then you'll be like I think you'll be like oh yeah there it is I mean that's and then building seven wasn't even hit by a plane it didn't have any structural damage whatsoever none and yet it came down at free fall speed like just like Seven if you would have dropped later. a bowling ball from the top, they <laughs> right. would have hit the ground, the top of the building, and the bowling ball would have hit the ground at the same time. Right. And there were small office fires that were random, and it was like right. seven hours later after the towers had already collapsed. Not right. even since the shit started going on. But after There's already... a building a, a, in somewhere in the world, I can't think of the name of it, it was something, something Tower, and it, was, uh, it burned for 17 hours. Like multiple floors all up and down, it burned for 17 hours, never collapsed. There's multiple examples of that all over the world. And if you also, I watched the documentary years before 9 11 about the towers and the building of the towers, and you can find that documentary and watch how they built that building and then ask yourself again do you think those flimsy little paper thin airplanes took out those beams and really created those holes in the side of the building? Right. If you can watch videos of, of uh, planes that they, where they, uh, just like they wreck cars to test how tough they are, they do the same thing with jet airliners and run them into dirt walls, you know, and you could watch those videos and you could see the plane completely gets obliterated. It's, it's, there's nothing to, it's nothing. Those, those planes are built like that so they can fly. They're not built to go through buildings. They're not built to. Oh no shit! Yeah. yeah, they don't. They don't just go through the the, the Pentagon. 
and just disappear into the Pentagon. Right. No engines to be seen or anything. You know, I mean, I, uh, I, I get passionate and crazy about 9-11 because, yeah. like I said, that was the first thing that I knew that our government, people in our government, made that happen. And that that is something that... Not let it happen. Made, made it, it happen. happen. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I would love to think that they that they let it happen or that they made a mistake. But then you, you look at it and how uh, they couldn't keep track of these planes. These planes are just flying around for, what, 40 minutes? Right. Right? With nobody knowing where they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're in a plane right now, or even back then, and you lose radar contact for any length of time, you're going to have a couple jets on you in, in no time at all. They don't just allow that to happen. You, they don't just say, oh, they're gone. <laughs> also, people got to realize that we are talking about New York City, USA. Right. New York, Tokyo, Paris, London. The most restricted airspaces on the planet. Right. Right. We're talking like one of the five mega cities in the entire world to this day. Yep. Uh, always will be, always has been. And right? they just lost track. And they, in New York City. Mm-hmm. And they I, flew around, too. If you... I don't know if people remember this stuff. I remember all this stuff like it was yesterday. That the plane flew around like in circles for a while. It went way this out here and then came back and like it. I, if I remember correctly, uh, I think I do. They it actually like flew around and did circles for a while before it actually did what it you know what it was supposed to do. Right. So who knows? All I know is that at that point and still to this day that the government they're capable of atrocities against us. And, and, you know, I started learning about history then. I never cared about history when I was in school at all. Thought, why do I need to know this? You know? And the teachers would say, well, so it doesn't repeat it. Well, yep. meant nothing to me as a kid. Right. You know? Oh, it doesn't now to these kids. Right. Give of course a not. No. Nope. If it's not on TikTok or it's not on fucking <laughs> right. Snapchat or, yeah, whatever it yeah. is. So, yeah. uh, but now I'm a history junkie. I'm so into history and, and what's happened in the past and how it relates to today, you know, and it, it, it really explains things. I want to know what's going on in my world. I'm someone who needs to know as much as I can about this world that I'm in and as much of the truth of it as I can. Right. Other people, most people, they just go around like, yeah, whatever. I go to work. I do my thing. Right. I don't care. Whatever happened to me, I don't care. Yeah. Right. You know, which I mean, ignorance is bliss in a certain way. Totally, I get that. I, I've honestly said to my grandma stuff before, like you know, I was like, look, so there's times and days I wish I was still oblivious to this. There are times and days I wish I wasn't as smart. Times and days, not all the time. I'm glad I am who I am, but yeah. there's definitely times where I, I wish I was literally stupider or just stupid and just didn't know the difference. You know, I have a lot more friends. Right. A lot more. And I have a lot more fun, too. Yeah, if I was someone who could just hang out and talk about pop culture, what movie we saw last week, or what TV show, or well, what celebrity, cool, what song, yeah, what Beyonce's doing, you know, <laughs> right, um, yeah. I would have, you know, all kinds of fake friends, you know, that we, I want to talk about philosophy, science, I want to talk about the real world, the truth of the world, um, these kinds of things excite me. These kind of things, that's all I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Beyonce. I could give a shit about Beyonce. <laughs> especially especially celebrities. I hate them, honestly. Right. I do. I think that they are evil. They make evil, horrible choices, and then they pollute the world with their poison. And that's what that's all they've ever done. They're evil. Do you think it's all of them? 
I don't think it's no, all of them. No, I think it's the the biggest ones though. I mean, yes, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. who are yeah. quote superstars. Right, the superstars. Yeah, those people have paid the price. Right, to be where they're at. Period. Right. None of them are are immune. You think that Oprah is not part of this shit? I guarantee you, Oprah is part of this shit. <laughs> Everyone loves Oprah. Oh, you get a car. You get a car. Whatever. Paid the price. She was she was Weinstein's pimp. Uh, yeah. yeah. She handed women to Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. You know, she's probably on that damn list of who went to Epstein's Island. Right. Speaking of. <laughs> so that's where we actually ended, was Bill Gates and... You had to go, and oh, so we were Bill talking about Gates. Bill Gates right. and Melinda getting a divorce. Yes. And Melinda, I assume, she didn't come out and say this. It's funny how stuff gets to the media, though. It comes out a couple days after they announce they're going to get a divorce that... That the reason... The reason is because in 2000... What? I think 15 or 16. It was before Epstein got caught. Mm-hmm. But in like 15, 16 range, Bill ran into Jeff or they met up No, he had already been caught. Right? He had already been caught. Epstein did? Yes. Yeah, not, not caught, but he, you know, he'd been convicted already. He was a registered sex offender. Oh, okay. So, and, gotcha. and this, and... And Bill Gates was hanging with him and doing deals with him after that fact. So that's that's like people can say, you know, I don't want people to think that uh, he wasn't already a known predator. You know, and it was, oh, I didn't know. He's just this cool guy. You know, no, he's cool. He guy. was on the record as being a pedophile predator at that point, and they were all still hanging out with him. Didn't stop anybody. Right. Including what's a Prince Andrew. Yeah. Right. I mean. It's disturbing. It's disturbing to the to the core for me. I, you know, uh, Luke Radowski, he went on that island. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, WeAreChange.org. If people want to look that up. That guy's great. He's one of if he's one of the people that I listen to. Who's an independent journalist who tells the truth. And there's tons of people still um, on YouTube. A few of them anyway. Maybe not tons anymore, yeah. but uh, Luke Radowski, he actually went on that island with a friend of his and like ran their book and they thought someone almost caught him. And they were like going with the cameras and taking all kinds of video footage on the island. Damn, right? After they caught Epstein, after he was locked up. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if they, they were doing the, that The shit. island was empty. No okay. one was there. Well, actually, some there was two or three, I guess, people on the island that, uh, you know, apparently was heading their way. And they when, when they were jetting off of it. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a great video. <laughs> what do you make of <coughs> places like 4chan and places like, I'm trying to think of, what uh, Reddit. What do you make of these places where, because I've seen some shit on, like, a 4chan forum. Uh-huh. I, I don't go there often. I don't think it's good for my mental health. <laughs> I, 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 I seriously don't think it's good for my sure. spirit to take in I don't this stuff constantly. Yeah, I don't even know if I went on the 4chan website. I think it was a YouTube video of something. But it was a guy alleging that he worked for Epstein for years and years and years. And he was putting up one final post before he went to the store to get booze and eventually killing himself in his apartment. Um, so, and I mean, this stuff is just so dark and, and evil. I, I just, I, I hate even talking about it. But it was very interesting. What do you make about those kind of forums. Do you would you believe certain stuff if it were detailed? I mean, this is like a twenty minute video of this guy reading this fucking comment. This is one comment this dude left. Oh yeah, there's uh, there is. Uh, I think there's people out there that yes. put their shit out and then they leave Earth. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you all start, we all start thinking about uh, our mortality and our uh, afterlife if there is one and what's going to happen and 
and uh, a lot of people, including me, feel like you know you want to uh, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing and you got all your ducks in a row before you go up to the pearly gates, right? If there right. are pearly gates, we don't, right? I mean, well, we don't know. So, so a yeah. lot of people, I think, at the very end, they're like, I just need to purge this. I need to put this out there. I know I'm gonna die or I'm about to kill myself. I guess in that guy's case, right? That's terrible. Um, yeah. But they just feel like they have to do that. There's a um, there's another guy that that died mysteriously after he made a video, uh, a, a guy from Hollywood, um, but we won't talk about that right now. So 4chan, okay. 4chan is um, it's where all the geeks go. Okay, 4chan from the beginning. This is what we're talking about is message boards where nobody in the past, back in the day, ever really spent much time. Uh, the average person on the internet, the people that spend time on those boards are the smartest of the smart in the world. Like they, they have all these different uh, challenges that they put out. The most intelligent people in the world, that's where they're attracted to, I think, is 4chan and these kinds of websites, right? So um, if you were faking, if you were like some, you know, charlatan and making some stuff up, you'll get caught on 4chan like someone will be right there to call you out if you're making shit up and and you're lying and stuff there's tons of these um there's a word from i i call them geeks because i was in the 80s i'm an 80s baby okay but they're uh what uh, autists they call them with these people that are just super intelligent and are on the can type really well and they're on the computer like you know right and they're doing tons of research and they're finding stuff out and you can't get over on these people very easily certainly you know, and so Q came out uh, on 4chan. You know who Q is, right? The the whole Q thing. Yes, yes, yeah. Right, and so I had a hard time not taking that. QAnon. QAnon. Yes. Right. Q Q. It's Q is who we're talking about. Q is anons the, are the people. Q is the right. Q is the leaker or leakers. Q then, has to be a real person. I, I started. Well, no, it is a real person. It's got to be. Some people said it was AI. They're dumb. We're not there yet, I don't think. But um, yeah, Q is a real person or people um, that definitely have military connections. Breadcrumbs. And the stuff, the breadcrumbs that were being left, the questions, you know, that Socratic method was brilliant because... Oh, phenomenal. Yes, because all Q ever did 99% of the time was ask questions. And so, and on 4chan, like I said, with autists from around the world, people that are just like beyond brilliant... And who can are more than happy to look for the answers for those questions, right? And that's what they were doing all over the world. Yeah. I mean, you from according to the media, they they've stated that at least ten percent of the population of the world possibly has been paying attention to those Q posts. And so, I think that I pray that that was some sort of a spark for an awakening in the world. That that stuff's not going to go away. The stuff that all these people have learned. Over the last four, three years, whatever that Q's been on, yeah, that stuff's not going to just go away. You know, those stories like um, um, Comet Pizza, that Comet Pizza story, Pizza Gate, yeah, 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 it's not going to go away. Right. People don't forget that stuff, right? I don't think. No, hell no. Yeah, and, and I mean I those, those, yeah, I'll never forget that stuff. And I, I, I know where what's really going on in the world, and it's, it's all about the kids, man. It's all about the kids. Everything that, all this evil, that's what I found when I got to the bottom of the rabbit hole. 
So listen up, people. If you don't want to go through the years and years that I've been doing this and learning about this stuff, it took me all these years. In the last four years, I finally got to the bottom of the rabbit hole, and that is adrenochrome. It's the it's the satanic evil torture and mutilation and murder of children. Satanic ritual abuse. That's what these people are doing, and they're vampires. <laughs> that they really. I don't are. mean to laugh, but it's just. Here's the thing. For someone, and look, any listeners of mine that listen on the regular, that we've already gone way left, we're going to keep going way left. But here's the thing. There is evidence in films like Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise, one of the yep. biggest movie stars ever, and Stanley yep. Kubrick, one of the most acclaimed directors and ever. And a very controversial director, I must say. Very, very. Made The Shining. Yeah, the Shining's a huge whole nother story about right. The Shining. Right, yes. But, I mean, we could go into the Eyes Wide Shut thing. I'll let you finish your point, but, like, there's... There's different things where I feel like it's all, like I said, it's all breadcrumbs. Where they slowly but surely pull back the curtain. Pull back the curtain. Right. I think the reason why they let Epstein and all this shit just kind of happen and have gotten way blown out of proportion and stuff is because Hollywood probably figures... Back in the day, it was a lot easier to pull this shit off without the internet. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. It was, it was you know, <laughs> no one would ever believe it. Right. Right. Much easier. But now they kind of figure, what are they going to do about it? Right. That has to be the attitude. Well, look at COVID. I mean, and what they're doing to us right now. What are they going to do about it? We're not going to do anything. We just let this election happen, this quote-unquote election. We didn't do a damn thing about it. Right. Look what happened. Anybody out there that's listening knows that something wasn't right. I mean, you know, Joe Biden got more votes than any president in the history of the country. Of course he didn't. (laughs) Right? Of course he didn't. But, Here's my thing, you know, on that point, and we're all over the fucking we're place. We're all over the but, place, but I, I'm cool with it. There's Here's squirrels my, everywhere in this right. conversation. Oh, 100. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing about the election. I, Democrat, Republican, I don't give a fuck. Okay, either rigging and all that stuff. They're all corrupt, both sides. Right, right. And if you think Trump is too, you know, whatever. I, I have my own thoughts about Trump. I don't love the guy. I don't even know if I like the guy. But is he better than Biden? I would have took him Absolutely. over Biden. I didn't vote for either of them. Here's my point. Look at the rooms and the crowds Trump would get. Right. Look at the crowds Biden would get. Mm-hmm. There's power in numbers. Mm-hmm. The number, the stats are what sports. Stats for COVID. Stats are what we all base everything off of. The numbers, right? The numbers for inflation. We everything is a numbers game mm-hmm. and stats game. You mean to tell me the guy that attracts thousands of people in or outdoor it doesn't fucking matter? I saw people my own that two would eyes. camp out for two or three days, right, to get into that place, right, right. Would attract more people than the guy that makes everyone mask up and lets 15, 20 people in. Now, my friend, the same friend who doesn't believe in conspiracy oh, theories, I, let me they, tell you what he told you. He told you, no, that's just because of COVID, and he was being safe, looking out for the health of you. Not only that, right? he said, well, what, don't you think, and this is a fair point. I don't want to make fun of him the whole time. Well, no, I mean, they, that probably was partly true, because, but it's also the perfect excuse because no one was going to show up anyway. <laughs> and they damn well knew that. So we could say, oh, we're just, we'll say that there's nobody here because we decided for that. No, here's, he said that, and he also said people that support Biden, liberals, whatever, would probably stay home and be more safe. Okay. Be, be, because they don't want to go out and they don't want to, 
Which is a good point. I mean, that is well, a good point. because people who support Biden believe the media. A hundred percent. Right. That's their God on CNN telling them what to think and what to do and how to feel. When Van Jones is crying saying, yeah, he's right. a good man, he's a good man. Right. You know, I want my kids to be able to see. It's like, oh. shut the fuck up, dude. It's so disgusting. <laughs> It's so disgusting. You are crying on fucking television. Did you cry when Obama, who has the same skin color as you, got elected twice? Right. I don't fucking think so. Right. Yeah, it's unbelievable so. to me. Yeah. What they get away with and that people don't see that this is the worst soap opera than any soap opera that's ever been put on and TV. soap operas are and addicting. So, right. I love some General Hospital. <clears throat> soap operas are addicting, and that's why, and they, that's how they've kept their viewership from the beginning for forty is, fucking years. Yeah, creating a soap opera twenty four seven. Right. You know, yeah. and and now they got Charlie Chester. Who's Charlie Chester? Well, he is one of the big directors on CNN, who just got uh, caught on camera by a chick faking to be a Tinder date. Mm, okay <laughs> recording right. him talking blatantly that cnn is the reason that trump didn't get reelected, and that that was their intention that was completely their focus the ent- entire four years was to of get trump out was. well we all know that right. we know that it's plain but as the day. cnn watchers they eat this stuff up like it's candy but this guy's <laughs> literally on video saying fear sells that's why we, you know, and, and now that Trump's gone, you know, we, we had or we had the COVID numbers. That's why we put that ticker up there, that death ticker. That never went down. They, right. It never went down. Right. I don't even know if it's up there anymore. Well, they I never talked watch. about anyone who survived it. <laughs> you know, that's a, who gives a crap about them, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> but, I, but I'll tell you, the whole thing on CNN, uh, they, he says that uh, it's all propaganda. He literally comes out and says it. What everyone already knows. That it's all propaganda, fear sells, and that they're going with the climate change now. That's their next agenda. They're going to be shifting to climate change nonstop, and how they do that is to show wherever there's bad weather, and just really focus on it and say, "Oh, right. it's climate change. It's climate change." Yeah, you know, anything that take happens, one drive bad. to Los Angeles, California. I'll show you some bad fucking pollution and weather. Yeah, that's funny. I think about you know China has got like the worst pollution, I think, just about on oh, the planet. Oh, f- besides fucking like India. Right. Yeah. And, and the fact people say, oh, you know those Chinese people over there, they know how to be safe. They wear masks. I said, that's because they're trying to breathe in this air. They're not wearing masks because they're sick. They're trying to wear, they're, because before COVID, you know, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. we right, got right. video of people, they wear a lot of people wearing masks over there. Uh, right? All, all of them and do, it's, yeah. And it's because of the pollution. I was talking to a guy that works where I work at, um, and I, I won't give out his name or anything, but he lived, he met his wife and lived in China. And it wasn't the Beijing, it wasn't fucking, I, I don't know, the other major, major city. It wasn't the New Yorks of China. It was like, China, like how Anderson, California is like this, you know, right. that kind of China. And he was saying that, you know, I mean, even them living in a clean place, you'd look at a scale for, you know, you can go on your weather app on your iPhone. I know I do. And look at, you know, the Brizo meters, what they call it now, and see the air quality is 58 today. Oh, wonderful. A little bit of smog, a little bit of pollen, whatever. A little not bit too of <laughs> We can get to that later. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Sorry. Uh, I no, no, on. it's all good. But he would say he'd look at the meters and they'd be, you can't even chart it. And they don't chart right. past, I think, 2,000, 3,000 parts per million. It gets to a hundred to uh, the, yeah. Put it in perspective. The car fire made it to where the air in Shasta County was at about one hundred and fifty to two hundred range for about a month. 
Oh, so China's two worse or three than that every thousand. Day. Every fucking this is not Beijing. Yeah, it's like eight, nine thousand. You can't even see the chemtrails there. Right. <laughs> you can't see. There's no sun. There's no like. Right. I, they don't just, need chemtrails. They're, they're smog. They're <laughs> blocking the sun. Let's get into chemtrails. Do you want to? Okay. Yeah, why not, man? We talked about kids being the center of that's the, the one thing I managed shit. to convince my. That's the, like the one conspiracy I think I managed to convince my dad of. Really? I got him on board with the chemtrails. He finally is buying it because I mean, I finally got him to think. You know, Dad, do you remember? You've been alive longer than me, obviously. Do you remember anything like what you see in the sky right now? Up until 10 years, 15 years ago. And he goes, no. So he had to admit it. Because they didn't change anything. You know, I mean, they didn't change the planes. The planes, it's, it's still the same thing. Right. And, yeah, I, and yeah. I, I explained to him, you remember how before the East started appearing, how the, how the trail would dissipate with the plane as it would go? It would dissipate. It would only leave a trail so long, Right. And and he he finally woke up to it. I'm like, thanks, Dad. He still voted for Biden, so I mean, a lot of good it did. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, the chemtrail thing—it's <clears throat> terrible. It's terrible. They've been doing it for years. You know, Bill Gates is now openly talking about it. Finally. <laughs> Oh, the shit and all like, circles back to been, him. They've been doing it for 15, 20 years, and now you're going to come out and say, oh, this is what we need to do. We need to block the sun with particulate matter. Wow, that's a brilliant idea. You've been doing it forever. And I, I watch. I can't help it. I've been a sky watcher. I love planes ever since I was a kid. Uh, there was nothing more exciting than the airport to me and watching planes. When I go to different cities, if I'm anywhere near the airport, one of my favorite things to do is go park as close to the runway as I can get and watch the planes take off. I love it still to this day. So when they started doing those chemtrails, I was like, what's going on? And, and I've been the crazy guy ever since because I would tell people, Do you, what is this? And they'd be like, oh, that's contrails. No, that's not contrails. Contrails dissipate. They don't cover the whole sky. Right. Spread right. out and put a fog over the entire sky. Right. And then, you know, I mean, I used to work in Red Bluff like half the day. And then I'd, I used to do, uh, pick up cable boxes for a while for a living for charter cable when people would switch or they'd not pay their bill or whatever. So right. I would go to Red Bluff and do all these routes in Red Bluff picking up boxes. And I would watch them spraying the whole time I'm in Red Bluff over Red Bluff, right? And then I would come back to Redding and leave all those trails behind me. They were literally spraying in certain areas. You know, the same thing would happen. I'd be in Red Bluff, I'd come into Redding, and all of a sudden I'd come over the hill, look at all these trails up in the sky, you know? It's so obvious what they're doing to anybody. I mean, it just goes to show you they really can get away with anything these days. People, so what is the objective of the chemtrails then, in your opinion? Yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew, but I really don't. That's, I'll be the first to tell you. I mean, it's blocking out the sun. I, you know, I just, I don't really buy that. Right. I don't, a lot more Because they don't care about us. So that, that's out. They don't give a crap about us, you know? So why would they do that? Um, there's, <laughs> there's like, a, there's the theory that there's something in that dust that they want us all to ingest, you know? I mean, it, it's very likely, in my opinion, that it's some sort of poison that's going to, you know, slowly kill us off. It, it, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's uh, sterilize people. 
That that's mm-hmm. always their agenda. Mm-hmm. Their agenda, in my opinion, is always depopulation. One thing I know about Bill Gates is that he is a eugenicist from a long line of eugenicists. And for people that don't know what that is, it's where you think that certain people on Earth deserve to live and that there are good caliber, good genes or whatever, and then there's a whole class of people that should just be killed because they're draining the world of resources and and that, that could be anybody who's autistic or um, disabled in some way, um, mentally uh, handicapped in some way, uh, any, any um, you know, in certain races, of course, these people are super hardcore racists. Um, and so that's, that's what their agenda is. Bill Gates is here to inject us all with an experimental dr- uh, our mRNA vaccine that's never been used before. Um, and it, the whole thing is, is terrible. Um, maybe we'll listen to this in four or five years um, when these young girls and boys grow up and can't have children. And it's going to be a rampant thing. Oh, there's this massive thing going on where women and men and women are sterile all over the world. We'll see, right? It's not going to take long. They're not going to be able to hide it. Right. You know, and so we'll, we'll be here for it. In other words, yeah, I watched a video clip of some show. I, I wish I would have paid attention and um, watched the whole episode of this show. One of these new shows on Netflix, Black Box or some Black Mirror or some crap like that. I don't know, but they um, the whole thing. The guy was saying that it, the, the plot line was how they were doing this vaccine, and that's what their goal was to sterilize the entire population for three generations. And that's, that's what they want to do. They want to reduce the population of the world to down to 500 million, according to the um, those, that stone monument thing that they made. With, uh, they have a long way to go, then. Oh, I know. That's a ton. There's only 300-something million in America. Right. 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 <laughs> wow. <I get> <laughs> that, that is a humongous The Georgia objective. Guidestones. Have you heard of them? Uh-uh. The Georgia Guidestones, that's where they write that on these, this is like a monolith that they made, somebody made, I don't know who, um, and, and it's like giant, giant marble slabs, and they wrote, um, on they etched into these slabs what they plan to do with the future of the world. It's Agenda 2030 on, on etched in stone. I, I want to get into that later. Here is what's wrong with the perspective of the vaccines. I have a good friend, he's one of my good friends, smart guy, good guy really hate when people that I love that are near and dear that I care about that I know are smart that are intelligent just say or do the wrong thing not even the yeah. dumb thing just the wrong thing yeah he was telling me how he doesn't feel comfortable getting the vaccine but he got both shots because one he, he wanted to see his grandparents again yeah understand that you know what I mean understand that I, I, he how, said he hasn't seen him in over evil, a year how evil is that they hold right. your grandparents against you. Right. You, you, right. I mean, oh, so it's terrible. There's that. Second, he wants to be able to enter Disneyland at Christmas. Oh. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm not here to shit on him. I'm not here to laugh at him, shit on him. Okay. I, I just, I, I, I wish mom or dad would have talked him through this a little bit. Mom's a nurse. Mom's a nurse. Ate this whole shit up like it was morning mm-hmm. breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so how could he have gone to them? That wouldn't have done no good. Right, exactly. And third, 
you know, he said, well, I figure we're all going to have to have it anyway to do anything. I might as well get it. I told him, I think I said, brother, that is the worst perspective you could have on this. Absolutely. What you do with your body is what you do. Lovely girlfriend. They're a great couple, whatever. In five years, you know, they're my age. They're 23, 24 years old. In five years, if they can't have kids, shit's going to make sense. Yeah. Right. It's going to make a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. It's just, it's very sad to hear that because... Well, there's blood clots and all kinds of other reasons. And, and, and there's yeah. other... Right. So many different things can happen. Right. And you have no no recourse to go after the maker of the vaccine, and your insurance is not going to cover you for anything that happens to you from that vaccine. Right. Because it's an experimental drug. You might as well have OD'd on cocaine. Your insurance isn't going to cover you then either. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean... It's an experimental <laughs> drug. They try, you know, yes, it and, is, and, yes. it, and it alters your DNA. And and the way a lot of people look <laughs> at that is that now you can be owned like a tomato that was altered. Its DNA was altered by Monsanto, or what you know that now that it's a genetically modified tomato, <laughs> it can be patented and owned. I know that's crazy. Now your your friend. Is a genetically modified tomato. <laughs> <laughs> let's pause this. Let's, let's take a break. 